Text us, 412-928-9370. Brought to you by Edgar Snyder and Associates, a personal injury law firm where they always say there's never a fee unless we get money for you. And you can tweet us, brought to you by South Hills Kia and Peters Township. Visit them at southhillskia.net. I've been trying to cut back on the caffeine. I had an extra cup of coffee today. I am like, I am vibrating. You are buzzing. Holy cow, boys. You feel good? Yeah. I, so part of it was intentional. Like leading up to the birth of our second daughter, I said, I'm <laughs> cut back the caffeine because I'm going to need it when she's, when she's here because we do the morning show and she's not going to want to sleep. And so I figured that would mean that caffeine would then have the intended effect. Mm-hmm. And it has. Mm-hmm. And I wish that it wasn't. Are you off the near beer? Yeah, I'm on real beer again. Adam, baby. Yeah, Proud right. of you, man. So right. did you get the coffee from the pot in the back? Oh, you mean the old coffee? No. No, huh? I got I got new coffee. K-Cup. That, that's just... right. You know what? I, I'm going to throw this out there. I think the K-Cup is indicative of the individualization of our society. What's a K-Cup? The uh, Keurig. The Keurig cup. You put in the little single, the little one. single one. Oh, okay. You mean down here, this one. I talked about this with Chris, Chris LaSalle all the time. Back in the day, you, you, know, you get to the bottom of a pot. You make a new pot, not yes. just for yourself, but for everybody else. That's a societal Convenient. thing that we're now, missing now. Now, yeah. which I realize I just probably did this, not only do you make yourself a K-cup, you leave the damn used one in the Keurig, Yep. which I just did, Yeah. which is blasphemous. Yes. I do that all the time, too. Boys. Isn't that, 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 too. Isn't that what you're supposed to do? No, you're supposed to throw it away. You do that, too. Not on but, purpose. But <laughs> think about it. We have a nice pot of coffee in here. It smells good. We get to the bottom. We make a new one. We all share. Mm-hmm. But you know what, it's having respect you're buzzing, for your you're buzzing. That, that happened. That happened yesterday, and I almost got botulism because of it. That, that's that, you remember that when I got the cup of coffee it was from a, two days ago. When it, when, when it, whenever that was, right? No, no, no. You got the coffee no, that no, was no, two no, days. No. Oh, I think you're they incapable make, of getting botulism. They, they make listen. They make coffee every day, every morning. No, Paul Rasmussen, and that they make a, a brand new pot of coffee every day. So you're saying that Paul is a a, a, a crappy. Coffee maker. I'm saying that the coffee was sitting there for like an hour. Mm-hmm. That's the problem with a communal pot. With with the communal pot. You know the Keurig thing or whatever. <laughs> you got your. That own. meant something different in college. You 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 know you you make your own. Maybe in Morgantown. You make your own coffee. Uh huh. So that's all I'm saying is that's actually a good thing because coffee's. So you would fresh. rather have the communal coffee pot. I I I I'm not saying what I prefer. I'm saying <laughs> it, it speaks to how how selfish our society is. Really? Yeah. I think that's well said by by it's our friend Pat Bostick yes. over here. Think about it. You, and you, you have all kinds of hands touching the pod. That's where germs get started. Oh, Doran, God, this, now we're getting soft. Well, <laughs> now we're just getting soft. Doran, if you are the person who has to, when the pot gets all the way to the bottom. Nope. If you are that no. person and you have to make the new brew. Not doing it. That is difficult. I understand that. But if you are the other people that get to benefit from Two the Two kinds of people coffee, in the world, man. Makers and drinkers. Which one are you? It's well, I'm a both. Honestly, if you, I'm both. If mm-hmm. you got me one of those like old fashioned coffee pots, you got to talk into the bike. We have people texting. Why yes. you guys have such a low budget? You don't even have Paul having a microphone. Yes. Oh, he's okay. got it. He I just doesn't it. like yeah. it. It's, you know, it's, I have to strap that thing anyway, to Paul's face. Listen, my th- if you asked me to go make a pot of coffee, you wouldn't know what to do. I have no idea what you do. What? I've never made a pot of coffee. I have no idea why. That's why the 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 the, the doohickey in the back that we're talking about. <laughs> doohickey. Uh, the, the, the show just the, aged thirty years. Yeah, the, yeah. the, the Keurig, the Keurig <laughs> thing, <laughs> right? Someone showed me how to do it. That's easy. But if yeah, you buy sh- the commode back there. If you yeah, showed me, yes. If you showed me how to the ice box. If you if you said to me make a pot of coffee, I'd have no idea what to do. 
Imagine Zeiss making a podcast. Oh, we now we I need to, we need to do this on video. video. I, Stuff spraying everywhere. I would basically, I, I guarantee you I'd get irritated trying to do it. And it, it would then I would be like, there's zero chance this is ever happening. And I would. I what were we going to talk about? I don't know. Oh, yeah. Co- how did two. we talk about coffee? How did that start? Because I'm jittery. Oh. That's how. I'm going to throw the phone number out there as a transition. <laughs> Just a little radio secret here. That's what we do at 412-928-9370. I'll do a read even. How about that? Fan Morning Show brought to you by Armstrong Comfort with Matt Mertz Plumbing. If we're getting closer to the start of the regular season for the Steelers, and it is clear that it's Kenny Pickett, Mason Rudolph, and fill in the blank at third quarterback. How do you Steelers fans feel about that? 412-928-9370. Because for me... I feel like we know what the ending of that is. Like even if Kenny Pickett gets better, I can't see him getting better to the point, given what he's done so far, where you go, "Oh, you're, oh, the Steelers were in the AFC Championship game with those two as your primary options at quarterback." Like no matter what they do the rest of the offseason, if that's what they go into the season with, I, I would be more excited about Ryan Tannehill as the backup. What what realistically does Kenny Pickett have to do to earn the trust of this city as their starting starting quarterback? Win the Super Bowl. What? Probably. Honestly, that that's a question yeah, I ask. That's a good question. I mean, it's I an think, existential question. I think, I think he's it's a great he's got to prove that he, you know, he can be the reason they win games. I, I don't like think that. he's got to win the Super Bowl. It's like the definition of pornography. I like mean, you know it when you see it. You know, like like, like with, we're going to be sitting, Paul. We're going to be sitting here if Kenny throws for three hundred yards and three touchdowns every game, and they lose in the first round of the playoffs. It's all going to be Kenny's fault. Yeah, but I mean, you're talking about lunatic fringe whack job. So him at the end I'm of the talking ball- about the, among general Steeler fans, if he comes out and he plays well, you know, and and he's yeah. you know obviously their defense will win some games and their running game, but if there's three or four games. Where he shows, okay, defense is leaking and our running game can't get going. They can win a shootout. We can win a shootout type yeah. of game. He does that a few times. I think he wins I, you know, a significant amount of fans over. Obviously, winning in the playoffs, that's a different story. But Ben would have, you know, if Ben wouldn't have won in the playoffs, he would struggle with that. He would struggle too. Okay, what do, what do people think we've been doing this for the whole entire season? And this is where Kenny Pickett will never be, in, in the, unless he wins a Super Bowl, he will never be in the minds of people where they think that he is the guy. Look what we do to Brock Purdy every single week. Brock Purdy. I went, don't. Bro, Brock Purdy just went to a Super Bowl. Brock Purdy's a seventh round pick. He's a game manager. Ah, he's not that good. Oh, uh, you know, he's a you know he he's a system quarterback. He's a product of his own environment. Kyle Shanahan. Uh, we do that with Brock Purdy, and he just went to the Super Bowl. Yeah, but that's that's what, Kenny, specific to. That's that's not specific. They've legitimately fans. been a quarterback away from winning the Super Bowl now a couple of times, and so they're craving that because they saw just how close they were. I think it's a totally different situation. I'll put my own definition on it. Let's go. Can I? Can I get? No the, one's going to mistake you for a, being a pit shill. So you go ahead and. But you know, I don't. I I want to see the Pittsburgh Steelers win, and so if in two thousand and seven, you know, or how about this twenty ten? Great year. Ben, and all that bad stuff happened with Ben, right? And they let's say they traded him. And Pat Bostick, free agent quarterback, comes in. The guy that <laughs> ripped my heart out. If he led the Steelers to 13-3 and in an AFC Championship appearance, Pat Bostick, I'd be thrilled. I want to see the Steelers win football games. So I don't care where my man went to college. I don't. Can I get 23-8? and eight? Can he give me 23 touchdowns, 8 picks? Like, Can you put up big boy numbers? Because 6 touchdowns this year? 
His touchdown percentage is as low as anybody on that sample size in the history of the sport. Can I get a touchdown plus a game? Can you give me that? Can I, I see legitimate progress? And still then, can you be the guy that we believe can have the big boy britches on in the big moments? Give me the stats. Don't wilt in the big moments. And I'm okay to see this thing through. I'm, I'm there with the stats. I am there with the stats. It, it can't be this this one-to-one touchdown-interception ratio, single-digit touchdowns or low double-digit touchdowns. He's got to have games where there's multiple touchdowns and, and two 230-plus passing. I still don't think their roadmap to success involves 40-plus attempts a game. I don't think that's who they are. Uh, there's a lot of teams that aren't like that, quite frankly, in the National Football League that win at a high level with – above-average quarterback play. I think where this town gets spoiled, and I love this town, is they they have been so successful, and they did it a certain way with Ben, and it actually it changed the entire DNA of the Pittsburgh Steelers, the latter part of Ben's career. When they got rid of Le'Veon Bell, or he got rid of himself, and they became a pass-happy, run-and-gun offense. And they're yeah. the opposite now. They are the opposite. Too. So to think that they're going to get that level of production from the quarterback playing this style of offense is you're you're destined for failure because they're the, playing different. The ironic different. thing is when Ben had his most success, they ran the ball. They ran the ball and they played defense. They were better yeah, football and, 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 teams. Yeah, absolutely. So to me, again, I think, but 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 even throughout those times when they were run run first, kind of. Hit big plays. Uh, he would make up. big plays. He would. There would be some games where he would hit, he would go for three forty and three touchdowns or whatever. So I think that's the biggest thing with Kenny Pickett is show that you can be the reason they win games when everything else fails. So he goes out this year. He throws for twenty four touchdowns, nine picks. They go eleven and seven and lose in the divisional round of the playoffs. Is he your quarterback in twenty twenty five? Yes. Yes. That's why you don't bring in Justin Fields, in my opinion. Oh, he got me. He went, he went an end around there. You see what he did there? Mm-hmm. Because it's, He looked into my soul there is what he did. Mm-hmm. Because I don't think you're going to get much better performance. What's Justin Fields done in his career? Well, you know, it's what, any better than that. Well, let's say, Kenny, let's say you bring in Justin Fields. He, would put, he could put those numbers up. He could. And then rush for 800 yards. He could. And, and five more touchdowns. Right. Or six more, you right. know what I mean? He could. And I also have more faith that you could get that those numbers out of Justin than out of Kenny. But if we got those numbers out of Kenny, I'm I'm in. He would make a believer. You'd take a step in terms of what you've achieved. He'd make a significant step in terms of the statistics. And I just looked, Ryan Tannehill's first year with Arthur Smith, 22 and 6. Now his quarterback rating was 117. That's probably not going to happen. 22 and 6 even I'd sign up for. Who do Arthur Smith talk about in his lone media availability? Kenny Pickett. Who did Mike Tomlin talk about in the postseason press conference? Kenny Pickett. Art Rooney's little rope-a-dope here and there, but I don't think that was intentional. I think he was being honest. Kenny Pickett's going to be the starting quarterback this season. Yes. Calls are pouring in. Don't talk quarterback. We don't want quarterback. The phone lines have exploded. So that's what we're going to do. 412-928-9370. We can get to the downfall of the Penguins, and I'm sure we will before the end of the show. But a bunch of phone calls. We'll hear from you. How would you feel if it's Kenny Pickett and Mason Rudolph coming back next year? And let's borrow Pat's question here. Let's take Pat's question here. What would Kenny need to do next season for you to go, all right, yes, yes, he's our guy. 412-928-9370. This segment brought to you by Awaken 180 Weight Loss. Reserve your consultation today at awaken180weightloss.com. Uh, the story's off the air that you wish you could tell on the air. 
Like, that's one I think I could get away with, but I can't censor it enough. Right. To tell it on. You're just there. teasing and, people and, now. Yeah. And that, and that, the other thing is, when you censor it, it loses a whole lot. It loses, loses that a lot. Uh, you got it. Podcast. Oh, we could do it on a podcast. I'll try it because now I've left the listeners hanging. There was a time where Myron Cope was in the booth doing Steelers games, and there was a player for the Browns named Fakir Brown. <laughs> and Myron screwed the name up. <laughs> and Tunch goes, laughing as hard as Tunch would ever laugh. You could just call him Brown. <laughs> One of the great moments. That that was saved in the system. It still was whenever I left. Unbelievable moment. Are we going to see more unbelievable moments from the Steelers next year? How about that transition? 412-928-9370. What if it's Kenny Pickett and Mason Rudolph again? What do you need to see out of Kenny? Steelers fans to go, all right, all right. He's our guy. Brian on the line. What's up, Brian? Good morning. Good morning, guys. Well, you guys put out a lot of questions. I'd like to quickly answer all of them with a follow-up question to the panel of you guys. So your first question, what do I see of those two? Um, I don't like them competing against each other. I think it's counterproductive. What do I need Kenny Pickett to do? I need him to throw through six games, at least multiple touchdown games, and it hit 300 yards. So, yeah, 17-game season, he has to hit multiple touchdowns in at least six of those games for me to say that he is the future. And my question to you guys, and your guys are going to hate it, but what is wrong with Russell Wilson? They're paying him $30 million to sit. Steelers pay him league minimum, minimum, to come in, compete. He threw through uh, six or five games, multiple touchdowns, and he had a pass rating at almost 100. Thank you, Brian. So what is so wrong with the league minimum rental? He couldn't make it work with one of the best offensive minds in, 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 in NFL football. That's what, that's why. They didn't get along. Sean Payton. Yeah. He, he couldn't make it work. That's two straight he's, coaching he's, staffs that hated the guy. He's older, and he brings a lot of baggage. More mm -hmm. drama. More and, and, drama. And, and his teammates didn't like him either. No, that's in the either last places. thing they need. Yes. In, 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 in Seattle and in Denver, his teammates didn't like him. And he turned into kind of a weirdo where nobody wanted him around. I love Brian's, though, quantitative approach to – to things. I want to give Brian credit. Uh, right. The question's valid on merit, on stats, but not on fit with, with Russell Wilson. I, I think it's a, a terrible fit. And again, uh, less drama, the better for the Pittsburgh Steelers. And does he give you – would you win big with Russell Wilson in two years? Because that's what you're looking at with him, right? Like You're not going to have him longer than that. And I understand, okay, Steelers fans are going to want to say, you got Cam Hayward, you got T.J. Watt, you're going to waste these guys' career – I understand, like you brought up earlier, if a Kirk Cousins could come in and you could win now, I don't think Russell Wilson can do that. He he just proved in Denver he can't do that. So he's going to come here, and in a year, in two years, he's going to have you contending for an AFC championship? I don't see that. And if you're not liked— Yes, that's the big thing. I, I mean, his no. teammates don't like him. They and he threw him. 26 touchdowns last year. He had a, a pretty good statistical season, and they still didn't like him. Right. And the coach— didn't want him around. The and the coach, coach took that job to, to work with him. To right. Doran's point, the, the coach is one of the best offensive minds, you know, on the planet. Didn't want to be around him. Let's ride. That, that, that's the thing. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sean Payton took the job because he's thinking, oh, I can win with Russell Wilson. Yeah, I have a quarterback. And he benched Russell Wilson. Now, a lot of that has to do with the economics of football, blah, blah, blah. But you ain't doing that if you've got a winning record. And they also gave up 70 points. It's like Sean Payton might have lost his touch, but he went there to work specifically in that situation. I'm sure he had other offers. And then he wound up benching him. Glenn and Beaver Falls, welcome to the show. 
Hey, guys. First off, it's nice to hear three pit legends talk with a West Virginia fan. I'm going to put that out there first. Um, uh, the other things I wanted to say is um, if I could compare Justin Fields to anybody whatsoever, um, with you being a West Virginia guy, you're going to understand, I would say Pat White. I can't see uh, Justin Fields going to the Pittsburgh just because I honestly see it turning out just like Pat White did with Miami. I really don't see any point to it. And I feel like whenever the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers uh, lost with Kenny Pickett, <clears throat> excuse me, was whenever he didn't show up for media availability at the end of the year. Um, people were uh, just expected to hear something out of him. Thank you, Glenn. Pat White got knocked out. He got knocked out. the Steelers. That right? happened. Yep, sure did. And that was his career. Yeah, but we've also seen Justin Fields play three seasons in the NFL, and he's done some pretty spectacular. He's a good things. player. Has he's he gotten good, hurt? He's gotten hurt a couple. He's gotten yes. hurt twice. Well, see, that, yeah. that, we don't we don't talk about that enough. I've, I said it earlier, man. Yeah. I, that's a problem. Yeah, that's a, a problem, problem for Kenny up, too. It's, yes, it's a problem for Kenny too. There's no question. Hey, listen, I'm all on the Tannehill Brigade, all in. I'm all in on it. I think it makes too much sense. Yes, I think it makes too much sense for. It's an insurance policy. It's it's mentorship. It's an understanding of the offense. It's a veteran presence. It's everything they need in a backup quarterback. And you still give yourself a chance that in one year, you got to end this season knowing what you got in Kenny. We talked about Henry Davis. Same thing with Kenny. I mean, he's playing with one arm behind his back. He's getting killed in the pocket. He's this, he's that. You know, the coordinator doesn't know what he's doing. You know, all those things were still the case last year and the year before. New coordinator, new staff, new approach. You give him a mentor behind him, you find out where, where you're at. Because the reality is this, whether you have him, whether you have you know, freaking Russell Wilson, uh, Baker, Baker Mayfield, Mayfield, whoever it is, you ain't beating Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> you're not. Okay, here, here's a, I think this might be a humdinger question, but maybe not. Let's say Kenny Pickett's first seven games, he looks the part. He's thrown... 14 touchdowns. He's got a quarterback rating of 102. He gets hurt. He misses the rest of the year. I mean, have you found your guy? Or is he just injury prone? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, that's that's something that could happen here. Yeah, that would be that would that right there that's is the, the worst case yes. scenario. You couldn't you couldn't come up with a worse scenario. You know one that. of the stories from this year that I don't think got enough play? Was he really not ready to play health wise? Against Seattle, because he said during the week, "I'm ready yeah. to go." He, yeah, he was. He, he was wanted ready. to play. I think he was ready. I mm -hmm. think they slow played. You guys were both in locker room. You miss a game or two. Right? You miss a game or two. I mean, 17 game season. He played for through a rib injury. Played but, through a rib injury. But, but he played you, through a lot. He was ready. You to go. two have been in locker rooms, right? It's times when hey, we're going to slow play your injury because oh, the absolutely. other guy that's filling in for you is playing better. So oh, you know what? During that ankle, you got. Or, Doc says you might need another week. Let me go back to your question. It's a humdinger. You're right. Can uh, we get to I, it next? I don't. Uh, <laughs> yes, because I, I want to marinate. Okay, marinate. Humdinger. It's a humdinger. It's and a now, humdinger on a doohickey yeah. by yeah. the commode in <laughs> the coffee say, pot. I've aged the the show about forty years now, and collectively the show is dead. All right. What if Kenny Pickett has a great first half of the season next year? He puts up all the numbers. He looks the part. Humdinger. He's the reason why they win games. Humdinger. And then for the third straight year, gets hurt. You let it? Did you let it marinate, Pat? Patty? I don't think you know what you have then. 
I, I don't think you can I don't I don't think you have enough there to say we don't have to draft a quarterback at that point. Durability is a huge deal. It's a massive yeah. deal. And you guys got to play the majority of the games. You know, say what you will about Ben and Hoblin and his brace and this and that. <sighs> Apart from when his elbow exploded, he was out there all the time playing hurt. Yeah, I mean, he would get life flighted and then come back in the fourth quarter, but he was he was good to go to finish to win the damn game. Right. So <laughs> you say durability is important, and really a quick side question. Does Kenny win the games that Mason won if Kenny was healthy? Yes. 1,000%. Oh, yes. Paul? Pat. 1,000%? Yes. Seattle will be the one they, that, that would be a toss-up. It was a toss-up as is. They, they scored how many against Seattle? 30, 31, 31, 31 or 30 or something. He did. It two, he had two run after the catch touchdowns. I'm not, right. I, I thought he played great. 30 to they ran, they ran the ball all over them. I don't even know. I mean, I'm just saying, I, I, I don't know. I mean, I would think. Kenny threw for 275 against Cincinnati. I think they should have had a touchdown. Beyonce dropped it. They would be two and one. They'd have been, I think, at the best, two and one. Baltimore played their backups, and they still – I mean, people say he played great against Baltimore. He almost dropped like six snaps. So they would have missed the playoffs. They would have been two and one. Would that have made – They would have beat Arizona if Kenny plays. Mm, I don't know because they couldn't stop Arizona. The there one, was no evidence they could stop Arizona, and there's no evidence that Kenny could win a shootout. Based on what we know about Kenny Pickett, you have to say that they lose the Seattle game. You have to say they lose it. It can't even be, oh, I don't know. I think you have to say they lose it. I, he scored 30 points once in his NFL career, a game that they lost, but he played well, especially in the first half against Cincinnati, not this year, but the year prior. He had done it one time. I can't say he's going into Seattle and putting up 30 points, even 24 points I don't feel good about. No. That's what I mean. They go 2-1. and one. Even if they go 2-1 and one in those games. That's I think they Indianapolis, they the defense, no chance, no chance. I don't care if Bart Starr's in there against Indy. The defense was so bad and so banged up. New England. What do you think, Dorn? I don't know. I'm wrestling. I was. I think they win all over. three. That's just me. Now, if you want to tell me you think that they win the they they win the New England game with Kenny, he finishes the game. If he well, he didn't start it. He, I mean, that was a game that was. Trubisky all right, it was the other way around. Right? Arizona, he didn't finish. Right, so Trubisky started that game. You want to tell me that with Kenny, they win that game. And then they lose at Seattle. I might buy that. I could buy that. Okay, so I it's could a buy, wash. I could buy. So it I could buy Arizona. But they would have. They would have beaten New England with Mason. You're saying. But I think if you if you switch that. Yes. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think they would have. Yeah, I mean Mason Rudolph would have won that. I game. just don't buy. I don't buy that the. I thought the quarterback play was as good as it was all year with Mason, mm -hmm. but it didn't rise to such a level that he transformed their offense. But what? Yes, he did. I don't. It, to no. me, it, it was not. We went through the stats, Doran, two mm -hmm. weeks ago. The majority of the of the shift in offensive production was running the football. Yeah, but I think that's because they had the ability to. And they played crap defenses. Shots. They well, did play crap defenses, but show me a crap defense Kenny Pickett ever took advantage I, I, of. Cincinnati. I think the ability to run the football had to do with Mason. 16 they scored points. sixteen points in that game. They, they did, scored six, short scored twenty four. Could have been thirty. Catch the ball. I I just I can't get there. Mm -hmm. I can't get there, and I, I'll. I'll say this about this whole discussion, and it's a valid discussion that you bring up, Pat, and I'm happy you do. What are we even doing, though? Right? Like, okay, maybe they make it with Kenny or not, but would if they had made it with Kenny, would that have shown – would you feel any different about him right now than you do? Like, if, if it was just similar – we're running the ball, they're playing defense, he's not turning it over, 
aren't we still having the same discussion about Kenny either way? Well, they you are. You're having the same discussion about this. Op- That's why I said the writing's on the wall with this offense, regardless of what happened in those last four games. Those last four games, to me, were meaningless. They fired the almost the entire offensive staff is is gone. Total philosophy change. If they were that good in those last four games, you keep Mike Sullivan and you keep you keep you know the, the coordinator the way it is. They weren't. They played crap defenses and ran the ball well. They did that all year, the right, back half but, of the but season. They, but they only scored thirty points when Mason Rudolph was in there. I think you talk about the running the so you keep ball. Mason. Right. So I think I, saying, what you're he, saying, I think that Mason Rudolph helped the running game by yes. the way. The defense right. approached him because they were worried that he could actually take the top and off here, and throw the ball down the field. Right. Here's the thing. I don't hate, I don't hate the idea of Kenny Pickett being the starter this year. I mean, I mean, you drafted him. Yeah. We've seen pieces. But he's got to put it together now. There's no, no more, it's you put know, up or shut no up more time for excuses him. for why, you know, it's not working. And it, it's got to come from him or it's time to move on. I, I also agree you can't bring Mason Rudolph back because of all the things we right. talked about with the locker room. So, but – Looking back at last year, I think Mason Rudolph was a better player than Kenny Pickett. He was a better player than Kenny Pickett last year in the four games he played. Absolutely, I, it, I don't disagree with that. But I, I, I would fail to say that this offense transformed with him under center. If they want Kenny to be great, and they really want him to win the job, they talk about competition. I believe in competition in anything in life. You can't have him compete against Mason. No, because he's not going to win that job. Ryan Tannehill's the best chance for Kenny Pickett to be great, in my opinion. If that's what they, if that's stated goal, is bringing in Ryan Tannehill. Well, in the secret sauce there, Pat, I wanted to pick your, I wanted to pick your brain on this, and we'll do that coming up next. Is I don't think you need, I don't think he needs five snaps. You know what I mean? Like it can't be a competition because he knows the offense. You don't have to work him in all that much. So. The lion's share of the reps will go to Kenny, and therefore he wins the job. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. All right, we'll get into that a little bit coming up next. And we have a very special day ahead of us tomorrow that we really have neglected talking about, and I'm not sure why. But we'll talk about that coming up. I feel like we did six different shows today. It's great. Yeah, we've been all over the map. It's been it. fun. 50-minute mark on the fan brought to you by South Hills, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, Route 19, and Peters Township celebrating 50 years in the South Hills. Tomorrow, Voodoo Brewing, Northside. We're going to be there, marrying a happy couple, Bill and Michelle, for the fan wedding. And, Paul, you're going to be part of it this year, man. Really jacked up about that. What are, your, what are your roles? Like, what? who's the uh, who's the officiant? I think he's – don't you have your license or something? Both of them. You sure you li- don't want to just do it? Your license? If you guys married me, I'd be like ma- – married like our like my wife and I, I'd be like, we're screwed. They got no chance. Ch- no- out of all the, all the years we've been together, you would think that about me. Not you, him. Oh, okay. <laughs> Yes, I met your lovely wife at a work event. She's yeah. she's wonderful. Oh, she's fa- she, no, it's, she, you know. actually, you know what? I take I take that back. I take that back. Yeah, you guys, based, yeah, maybe based, we'll renew our vows next time. You guys, can. based on our conversations yesterday, I think this couple that's getting married tomorrow is going to be like, "Hey, leave that Zeiss home." <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Zeiss doesn't believe in love. Yeah, right. leave that guy home. Zeiss is like Vince Vaughn from. Uh, Wedding crazy. Yeah, yeah I, I was a, I was the best man of my Stage buddy's wedding. Stage five player. Yeah, I was the best man of my buddy's wedding. They got a divorce. He went to get married again, and he asked me to be your best man again. I said, "Didn't you learn the first time?" Right. Oh, for <laughs> like, one. Like, it's like a hex. What are we talking about here? <laughs> now, Callis, uh, yeah. you're gonna be there. Am I allowed to come? Of course you are. Hooray! I'll be there. Excited about uh, that. Don't you right? have to run the booth? I feel like we're watching a cold plunge contest Wait, with, with uh, callus back there. He's no, freezing. Bechtold will be in here. 
so Nick, I don't, want, I don't mean to blow you up, and you're, you're, you're doing this on purpose, Pat, because you know I just like to bust on our guy Nicholas Harry Callis over here. Never in my life will I ever say, "Oh yeah, I'm definitely coming." If, if I first, I'm going to say, "Well, I got to see what I got to do." You got to at least make it seem like you might have something better to do. But Cal, can I please come? Can I please come? <laughs> Hooray! <laughs> All right, well. Yeah, another oh, 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 now, now you, now yeah. you hurt his feelings. Ah. Dress code, black and gold. Yep. Because I got my suit dry clean. And I actually wanted to run this by you. So I go to the dry cleaning place to get my suit dry clean. And I don't even have to wear it. We get to wear our fan paraphernalia, right? Paraphernalia. And paraphernalia. <laughs> There's your West Virginia word of the day, paraphernalia. More like a Syracuse word. And I go in and, and nobody's waiting on me for like eight minutes. And they have a bell sitting there that you ding, right? Yeah. Is it rude to ding the bell? No, it's there for that. It's there for that reason. That's why it's there. I I feel like such a pompous jerk. Is it rude to ring a doorbell whenever you're at somebody's house? I always. It would be rude if you went ding. That's Pat. That's the first thing I did. (laughs) I walk in. I go. Yeah. Give it a stretch. It just. Did you go back out to the door? You know how there's always an alarm there. Was, there. Just do it like six goes, times. Wait, 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 wait. Does Zeiss, it... there was no door jingle. If there was a door jingle, there's no need for a bell. I'm really, I'm, I'm being honest right now. I need mm-hmm. to ask an honest question. Does your suit fit you? Dude. Oh, lower blow. I'm picking it up I'm today. Just... Pat, I would Wait, say- Wait, we have to so, wear suits to this thing? No, we don't need to wear- we, <laughs> Paul Cuts, Paul Cuts, he's like, well, I'm not coming then. <laughs> I'm I haven't out. worn a suit since 1976. <laughs> I mean, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> well, we used to make coffee back in the- Does my, does my uh, Run DMC Adidas suit, does that count? I mean, is, would that count as it's, a suit? It's black complete and gold with, theme. C- complete with the shell toes? I mean, come on, man. <laughs> I mean, come on, man. Doran, I'm going to- I will FaceTime you today when I got the pants on. And I'll let you know. It's a big moment of truth. Because I bought this suit in October. I think you're going to be fine. If it does not fit from October, Pat, you're fine. Uh-oh. You're going to be good. I'll guarantee, Uh-oh. You know what? I'll, I'll guarantee it. You're going to like the way you look. Wow. Ding, ding. Ding, ding. So do I wear a suit then, too? No one has to wear a suit. Uh, Callus, wear a suit. Just be that guy. Be that guy? Like, Joe, I just said, I thought this was official. Like, I got the suit I wore to my sister's wedding still in the- uh, You looked good. Okay. It was a khaki color. It's gray. Oh. Doran's colorblind. <laughs> That's gonna do it. That that, that 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 was necessary. You're saying I'm fat. I can't fit I my just suit. Said, I just ha- I said I wanted to ask a legit question. If I'm, I, I'm, I'm worried for you. Hey, <laughs> hey man, look at some green. All right. Why don't you go? Is that green or is that red right there behind Bostic on a TV? Fan weather brought to you by Sun Chevrolet. Check out special financing for qualified buyers on new Silverado 1500 trucks today. High 53. This was fun, boys. What do you say we do it again next Thursday? Huh? Yeah, enjoyed it. All right, it. let's do it. And Zeiss. You got to wear a tux, buddy. I have one. Up next, the Joe Show. I do have one.